the International Boxing Hall of Famer, Southern Nevada Sports Hall of Famer, who knows probably the National Referees uh, Hall of Fame. Uh, this guy, this guy's everywhere. Mr. Las Vegas, I love to call him. And uh, he could be operating a shot clock near you. You never know at any gym. Uh, I, I need to get him back to the Mandalay Bay at the Michelob Ultra Arena, the one and only, the marvelous one, Mark Ratner. What is up, brother? My man. I'm, I'm, first of all, I, I heard Kenny Bayless give you a promo. That made me happy to hear my referee, uh, Kenny, do that. That Absol- was nice. Absolutely. You know, we've had we've had Kenny. We've had uh, Jolton Joe Cortez. I think we need we need the marvelous one. I mean, since you and I go back the furthest, I mean, I, I think we need we need the marvelous one to give us a a, a promo. No, I, I would be happy to. And uh, talking about the shot clock. Uh, I've already worked, uh, I think, six games over at the NBA summer. Uh, there's a lot of action there, but I'm really proud of you and happy for you with the Aces, and uh, I, I hope you'll be wearing a ring pretty soon. So uh, that's my goal for you, and uh, all good. So everything's good. Yeah, uh, well, the ring has been sized, and I just have not received it yet. The players got theirs on the on the home opener, and uh, so uh, – Ours are in the mail, I guess, Mark. I don't know. If it gets lost, I'll, I'll let you be able to track it down for me. Okay, that that's fair enough. There. And uh, Since you are the vice president of regulatory affairs with the UFC, I might need you. You never know. You, you never know. And, um, you know, with all this, these pro sports, and it's, it's such an exciting time here. But and I, I've been saying this to everybody: don't forget about UNLV. Don't let it. Yes. I mean, they got to win. I mean, obviously, and I think they will in football this year. I think this will be a good year. It's going to be the first first good year in a while, and and hoops is going to get better. But uh, I just don't want all these pro sports to over overpower them. So. It's up to them to start winning and uh, getting that uh, good attention again. I agree with you, and let's let's talk about that. You know, like I said uh, before, I had you on. I said, you know, we could I could talk just about anything with you, whether it's it's local, it's national, or or whatever. Because I mean, your hand is on the pulse of everything, and of course, we'll talk some some UFC and boxing. I want to get to with you today, but really, I mean, you are the perfect guy to talk about the sports landscape here in Las Vegas, because you've been here for such a long time, and you remember, just like I do, where UNLV, you even more so than me, because you've been here longer than, you know, I got here in 92 and then moved away and came back, but the Rebels were, were it. I mean, that was it. And, you know, the crowds that we're seeing at T-Mobile Arena for the Vegas Golden Knights and what we're seeing with the Aces at the Michelob Ultra Arena, you know, sellout crowds, I mean, that was a norm, you know, going back uh, the 70s, uh, the 80s, uh, you know, the, the early mid-90s, and even, you know, uh, having the Rebels had their time in the early 2000s uh, for, for some years as well, too. So I agree with you, Mark, and I'm glad you said that, that let's don't forget about the Rebels. People shouldn't because you get all enamored with, you know, the glitz and the glamour of the pro teams, especially when the professional teams are winning like the Knights and the Aces have. But where do you think the, not where, I'm going to pose it this way. What do you think of the current landscape that we have here in Las Vegas now with those teams I mentioned, of course, you know, the Raiders, at Allegiant Stadium. No, it's 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 a a marvelous time, uh, and, and uh, as as we know, ten years ago, watching the broadcast for the Super Bowl, they couldn't mention Las Vegas. They, they couldn't even they couldn't even say uh, Super Bowl. They had to say uh, Championship Football or something. And now we got a Super Bowl coming here next year or 
you know, in next February. So it's amazing, uh, the transformation in town here. But, um, it's just a, a, a wonderful time. And, uh, I, I know I'm in the minority, but, uh, UNLV's win over Duke is still, uh, just an unbelievable accomplishment that some people sort of, because they, they weren't here, but to me, every bit as big as the, uh, as the Stanley Cup mm-hmm. and at least equal to it. I, I agree with you. And I think, again, you have, let's be honest, I mean, basketball is a more popular sport for the most part than hockey. It is, you know, nationwide that way. And I think, you know, locally here as well, too. And uh, we do hope that the Rebels, you know, get back uh, to their winning ways. And I think they can. Uh, what are your thoughts about where the program is now and with with Kevin Kruger at the helm? I, I think... Uh... Uh, that he's got a real solid uh, class this year. And uh, I, I think that, um, I'm certainly hoping, but I, I think they will uh, get to get to go, to go to the tournament. Uh, the league is a good league now. The uh, Mountain West, it gets better every year. But um, I, I look for good things this year. And, uh, and and especially also in football, Coach Odom is, uh, he's, he's gone to every high school, which the former coaches weren't doing, and they're signing statewide local kids, and that's real important. You got to build it up from the, from the locals too. We got a lot of good teams here, a lot of good players. No, there's no question. And I think you know Tony Sanchez, you know, was doing that. He was trying to keep as many local kids home, and he had that right. local connection. And I, I just, I felt bad for him not being able to get at least another year or, or two there, especially you know with the Fertitta Football Complex and. You know, playing the games at Allegiant Stadium because I felt that, you know, here was a guy that, you know, uh, had his, you know, pulse on, on this city and he was passionate about it. He was passionate about fundraising. He's passionate about UNLV and the Rebels, probably more so, Mark, and you know this better than anybody, maybe more so than any other coach of any sport, uh, that we've had here at UNLV. Wouldn't you say that? Yeah. He deserved a, at least a one more year. And that, that was, uh, <laughs> I thought it was a big mistake by uh, by the powers to be. Uh, it reminds me of the mistake they made with uh, David Rice. They yes. should have never done what they did to him in mid season. Just, I mean, those are mistakes, and it takes a while to come back from it. Uh, but I, I think we're on the right road here, and uh, I'm I'm excited. Uh, I'm glad to be uh, still involved, uh, running the clock, and doing that stuff. So uh, it's just uh, I'm looking forward to it. All right, Mark Ratner, the uh, Vice President of Regulatory Affairs with the UFC, and of course the former longtime um, Executive Director of the Nevada State uh, Athletic Commission. So, Mark, I'm looking at this story today. I'm going to talk a little bit more about this uh, next hour, where Tyson Fury is getting back in the ring, and we have the announcement that the heavyweight champion is going to be fighting, uh, what, uh, Francis Nagano. Francis no, Francis Nagano. Now, a guy that you know exceptionally well from his UFC fame. We know Fury, 33-0-1 with 24 knockouts. And uh, Fury has been pretty much inactive for the most part. There was that talk about that he was going to fight uh, Alexander uh, Yusek for the Undisputed Heavyweight Championship uh, in London, but that thing fell apart, negotiations. Nagano, 23-3 UFC. But he hasn't fought since January 22. But here we go again. We're getting one of these, you know, cross 
you know, mixed martial arts slash boxing, you know, matchups here. And this match that is going to take place in Saudi Arabia is going to be contested under boxing regulations. It's going to be boxing rules, three judges, 10 point must system. So a lot of people will look at this and say, okay, here we go. Another joke again. We've seen Floyd Mayweather get involved in so many of these, you know, uh, type of, uh, of matches. So when you look and hear about this bout from one of the UFC's best against currently boxing's best, what do you make of it? Well, um, first of all, you brought up Usyk. Uh, that's that's the guy that Fury should be fighting. That would be for all the belts. So this one is a pure money exhibition. Uh, whether it'll be a real uh, count as a real fight, I don't know how that'll be. It's a guy making his pro debut against one of the top, best heavyweight champions in the last few years. This, this, he's got a great jab. He weighs 290. And um, if it's a serious fight, then Francis is going to have problems. Uh, will will Fury carry him? Who knows? But uh, it's, it's really a mismatch in my mind. Uh, now, if it's an MMA fight, that's a different story, where Fury would never get on the ground and, and would get submitted. But that's not going to happen. So uh, Francis will make some money, and uh, good for him. That's that's all I can say. I hope he makes a lot of money on it. Now, you've been around long enough in both sports at the highest level. And how how difficult is it for uh, either or, a boxing guy to try to be a, a UFC fighter or a UFC fighter to try to become a boxer? Well, if you look at UFC fighters, they they, uh, they have different footwork. They have to because they don't want to be taken down. They they don't want to be wrestled, so they have they can't have the same boxing stance by putting one foot in front of the other. They'll they'll get their legs kicked off, and uh, it, it just won't work. So most of them they might have a good punch, but it's a lot different in boxing. And uh, uh, a boxer who's boxed for all those years has such an advantage. As as would an MMA guy uh, being able to grapple and use his jujitsu, uh, those are not uh, those are not fair fights for either guy. Mm-hmm. So um, I like boxers to fight boxers and MMA guys to fight. And uh, I was hoping that Francis would stay around and fight uh, John Jones someday. That would be a huge fight. Mm-hmm. So um, so what is but, been, uh, what have been the reasons for Francis not fighting since? You know, uh, January of last year, uh, he had a, a knee operation that really set him back. And uh, after he uh, after he beat Cyril Gone, I think he was operated on the next month or something. And uh, uh, I, th- I think that was one of the big reasons. And I, I don't know if, for sure if he's ready to get back on the mat yet. I don't know if he's completely healthy wrestling wise. But I think that was, a, and it's always about money. Mm-hmm. It's about uh, contracts uh, in every sport. It's really the same. Everybody wants more money, so I get it. But here's a guy that, like you said, is one of the top UFC fighters, and you know John Jones would would make a lot of sense, and and he'd make a lot of money with that as well too. But if, if he's coming back to 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 box Tyson Fury, then why couldn't he come back to you know fight in his own in, in his own realm? Or are you, is is it just the lure of so much money for fighting Tyson Fury, or is he maybe uh, a little sour with UFC right now? Oh, I I think it's a combination of of both, and uh, he's always wanted to box, 
And, uh, I mean, if I were him, I would take a, a, a little easier fight to start with than the heavyweight champion who can really fight. Uh, you know, I look at Deontay Wilder, who, yeah. who probably can hit as hard as any heavyweight. And, and actually knocked Fury down until Fury somehow got up. I don't know how, to this day how he uh, got himself up at the count of nine. But uh, Fury, uh, when well, he he just beat up Wilder the last time they fought, and 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 Wilder's a tremendous fighter. So it's tough for me to see him. Uh, but France is really going that far. So coming up, Mark, uh, we're a few weeks away. Uh, but well, a little, yeah, a few weeks away from uh, Crawford and Spence. Give me some thoughts on that. This is a fight we've been waiting for for a long, long time. Two guys that are at the at the top of their game. You know, maybe this fight should have happened maybe a couple years ago. I mean, we're seeing more and more of this with boxing, right? Where where fights should have taken place, uh, you know, long before they do. But give me your thoughts as as this uh, fight unfolds. Yeah, tremendous fight. Uh, one that uh, we've all been waiting for. Uh... Uh, Spence, uh, for him to come back from the, uh, just this horrible car wreck he was in and, and, uh, come back intact and come back to fight, uh, that's a, that's an amazing story in itself. But, uh, it's, it's a fight that, uh, it's really one of the top pound for pound ones. And, uh, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think Crawford would be, in my mind, a small favorite and, uh, it'll do big, big business. Um, Right now, boxing is on a, on a real high. Uh, it's, it's very resilient. Uh, I thought Tang Davis looked great the last time he fought, and uh, yeah, so it's it's a good time. I thought the, the Lomachenko fight uh, the, a couple of weeks ago was really good, and yeah, I'm I'm, I'm happy for the sport of boxing. How, how much do you miss it? As far as you know, being there and being the executive director over all of these championship fights, especially here in Vegas. I miss it um, when I go to the fights, and I sort of miss it. Then, then uh, by the time I get home, I know we got another fight in the, um, the next week. And uh, like last Saturday, we had one of the be- best nights ever in the USC. All big knockouts, big fights. President Trump there, a lot of uh, stars, and uh, just the energy in the in, in the T-Mobile was unbelievable. So uh, yeah, af- after I um, go to a good boxing match. I'm happy to go right back to the USC. I mean, I've been gone from boxing for a long time now, yeah. but uh, I'm still a big fan. So how long did it take you to really kind of get comfortable with the UFC? Because, again, you presided over so many of these, you know, world championship boxing matches. And UFC, you know, when you first started was, I mean, it was still new. And how long did it take you to say, okay, this is kind of strange, but okay, uh, I'll get used to it. Now, like you said, hey, I mean, you know, you're used to it. You've, you've been away from boxing for so long, but I knew what a boxing purist that you are. Well, it, it, it took me a long time to realize that some guys, when they're grappling, they don't mind being on the bottom or underneath, and they, they, can, do their, they can do arm bars and, and different holes from underneath. And I just, I just thought anybody who was on top in, in, in wrestling or, or grappling, uh, would win every fight. But th- that was one of the first lessons I learned. And, uh, there's just something about the, um, the energy. We have 10 to 12 fights on these cards and, uh, 11 of them are going to be three round fights and, uh, probably half of them don't go the distance. So it's it's just a fun night. It's it's different than boxing uh, in the fact that 
and and this goes back with 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 uh, DK with Don King. He might have four ten rounders uh, on, on a fight card plus six or seven other fights, right. and and you're there for five hours and, and you get tired. So uh, it, it's a different it's a different game. Yeah. But when the right fighters, right boxers, fight each other, as we're getting to, uh, it's wonderful. Now speaking of that, Mark, did you ever uh, do you have any say in that? When you were the executive director, did you say, "Hey, Don, uh, this is you, you got to scale back. We don't have room for for twelve bouts with uh, you know six of them being ten rounders or plus." Uh, did you ever have to get involved with that, or what were those conversations like? Well, what we did, uh, I remember he had a called the return of the rematch or something, and we had five championship fights on it, <laughs> and uh, I think we only let him have uh, four other fights or five other fights. But uh, I always looked at it. I got a chance to give all the different officials some big fights and championship fights. We used our referees, so there were some benefits to it. Just a, it was just a long night for the staff and and the officials. If the fight start at three, they have to be there at two. So uh, and it gets over at ten or eleven. That's a long day. Mm-hmm. Marvelous, Mark Ratner. All right, we're gonna leave with this, my friend. Your favorite boxing movie. Well, I have to make it. There's, there's so many, but the one that I was uh, able to uh, have a bit part in there it is. Called, called Rocky Balboa, where I said, uh, Rocky Balboa 217. That's all I had to say, and I still get residuals, $22 every six months, just for saying those words. $22, 217 Now, okay. Now you're you're the master. I mean, looking at that scale, balancing it. I've seen you do it so many times, right? Uh, there, there was none of that. Uh, you just had to say two seventy. I want to know what did Sly Stone really weigh? Did he even get on the scale? And what did those numbers say? Marvelous. <laughs> Whatever it was, uh, I don't remember. But I, I remember the opponent. Uh, it was Antonio Tarver. Yep. And I think he, his name was Mason the Line Dixon or something. It like was that. correct, Mundo. There it is. And, and uh, so his weight, which I also got to carry, call out was uh, two twenty two. So those are my lines, one take, and uh, all the residuals you can eat. So uh, and we know darn well Antonio Tarver's never seen two twenty two. I mean, come on, he was super middleweight, right? I mean, light heavy at his back. I mean, come on now, what's going on here? What's going on with Hollywood? Yeah, when he fought Roy Jones. Uh, he might have, he might have weighed 185. You're right. Yeah, too funny. Mark, I appreciate you as always, my friend. We look forward to seeing you uh, Summer League. Please get out to an Aces game and uh, stop by. Always great seeing you, brother. Thanks, my man. I'll see you soon. You got it. There okay. he is. One of my all-time favorites. Known this man since 1992. Marvelous Mark Ratner, former executive director of the Nevada State Athletic Commission back in the day, presided over so many championship fights, and now the vice president of regulatory affairs with the UFC.